that look. Shout out to the lady next to him again, man. You mentioned that before we started, man. <laughs> she is so epic, man. The lady next to M- Mr. Donuts, man. Mr. Stephanie's face into the, into the Christmas hand. Oh, or man. The, the look she gives him, man. This guy's killing himself making you donuts all week. <laughs> Give him a little respect, you know? It's he a perfect, definitely, you know, I mean, damn. It's a perfect illustration of the kind of thing like you walk past something a hundred times and then one day you notice hey what's that thing <laughs> and now ever since you mentioned that lady next to the donut guy i can't oh, not hyper focus on just her great and to think that that lady was just she was also like a, a commercial actor or something. yeah no but she's, she's key she's, she's so very key. underrated in the pantheon of she's that. so key man because it feeds into like you know the the theme i mean our introduction is goofy, but there's so much meaning in it, at least to me. <laughs> to everyone out there who watches us, they may just see it as a goofy introduction. Yeah, but they would be wrong about that. They, I would, I'm going to, I will argue with them about that <laughs> to, to tell them it is not some goofy introduction it's, because it's really there's not. plenty of meaning in there. <laughs> from, the, from the alarm clock... That gets thrown on the floor, which is God. It's so relatable. Oh, I mean, that's me every day. Yeah, and and now we discovered kind of like a like like an ancient text that we mulled over. <laughs> we discovered the lady next to him, and we can't keep our eyes off of her now because yeah, because he it, it's so real because it's like you kill yourself in the system. Sure. You're the donut guy. I'm every day. You don't sleep. You sacrifice everything certainly and you have in my opinion you have every right to stuff your face into that food and just fall asleep i would agree and people should just be like oh and you know in spanish we say bendito you know poor guy Mm. you know it's like you should totally get that but instead you get this look from someone who's probably been eating your donuts all damn week never appreciated them never appreciated the donuts truly it's like look at this guy what's wrong with him (laughs) well he's the freaking reason you're you're loaded up with donuts you know seven days a week Mm -hmm. give him some damn credit yeah that lady she she is a a vehicle for the sort of uh, man system itself i guess oh yeah she's she's shaming him back to work (laughs) you know she's like what's wrong with you you know it's like you know you know damn Sorry, it's a great intro, and then and then we end with Jambi, who's who's just he's he's just lost. He's just all he's got is this little chant left. Mm-hmm. He's done it. Jambi to me has done it all. He's done everything. Yeah, he is a been there, done that, disembodied. Uh, yeah, he, 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 he said, being. Yeah, he said bye, goodbye, body. Put <laughs> you know, just put me in this box, Pee Wee. Open me up every now and then. I'm good. You know, he's been there, done that with everything. Yes. You can ask him questions if you want. If you want. 
but he's fine if you don't. He's also fine if you don't. <laughs> Jambi's got it. He's got it. He's got he, it. He, whatever it is, Jambi's got it. Yeah. And he's the goal. He's the goal. He is, man. And that's the reason why, again, this is one of those things where life is such a rich tapestry that it was a goof putting together the intro. Yeah. And now we can't, I'm hyper, I can't take my eyes off, <laughs> off of the deep meaning that's in well, it. Well, little did we know it would describe <laughs> life on earth so perfectly. We didn't know that going in. I <laughs> we did not know that. We we just looked at it. Wow, this looks cool. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, it's kind of yeah. nice. It's got some looks pretty cool stuff in there or whatever. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's got the alarm clock, the Groundhog's Day, you know. All uh, right, yeah, cool. Let's yeah. let's do it. But, you know, <laughs> after watching it, you know, hundreds of times now, we see the depth and meaning behind it. It is very this true. This funny little intro of ours. It and for true. anyone who actually listens to the podcast without seeing us, you've got to see the intro. <laughs> if you if you take if you take the time to listen to us on the podcast and you're enjoying it, thank mm-hmm. you first of all. Yes, of course. And second of all, you you're enjoying it on the podcast. It's great. You're just listening to us. But just please just watch the intro so you can see what the hell we're talking about. Pop on YouTube, pop on Facebook. Yeah, just for a minute. Favor. Yeah, just for a minute. And then and then you never have to look at us again. Just that one thing. Cuz it embodies it's it really is a good embodiment of the show. It really does. It really is. The intro. It's It absolutely is. Cuz it's Sunday. We've been we've been smashing the alarm clock all week. We certainly have. We get here it's so it's so perfect, and we're just trying to jambi it out now. It's where <laughs> we're at date, you know, the end of the week. We just want to just ah, mecca like a high. We just Mm-mm. we've had enough of everything. We it's, certainly, it's, certainly, man. You know, I don't want to toot toot our horn too too loudly here, but <laughs> that is one hell of an intro. It really is, man. Well, here we are, December twelve, Mike, two thousand twenty one. You know, Man. vis-a-vis our, our our discussion of time two weeks ago, um, 2020 had some weird stuff happen. I don't know if you remember, <laughs> but uh, uh. Tw- tw- 2020 at least, it had some element of, of kind of slowing down at times. 2021 does appear to have rushed right past. Um, but however, we do find ourselves in what is commonly referred to as the holiday season. Um, do you feel in yeah. the spirit, Mike? Do you feel um, um, excited about the holidays? Are you a person that gets excited about the holidays generally? Uh, every you... year is different for me. That's how I feel too. I'm so glad you said that, man. Some years I, uh, I'm like really into it, and some years it just depends on what's happening. It's not. It's not like a th- like I'm not a. I'm not a consistent holiday person. I'm some some years, some years I'll go buy some stuff like happily, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I really want to get this for so and so. Other years, I don't want to buy a damn thing, not because I'm I want to be cheap, or I don't <laughs> care about anyone, right? I just don't want to deal with it. I just yeah, I'm just not in the mood. Mm-hmm. And other times I'm in the mood, and right. I want to do it, and I like wholeheartedly like look for something specific that would you know make that person happy. Because it shows, you know, I like those kind of gifts if you if you can try and get them, you know. Because a lot of times it's a swing and a miss, you know. It's like, I know, right? 
but you know anyway but I'll, I'll be into it sometimes sometimes i won't be as into it uh, my wife is very consistent she's yeah. always into uh the holidays she she takes pride in decorating um she loves it uh we have you know we traditionally go get the tree this year has been one of those sort of too much at once holiday seasons for all of us Um, that'll happen sure everybody's been pretty busy so we haven't even today we might get the tree well we are i won't say might because whether i want to do it or not we're doing it today it's going down it's gonna happen it doesn't (laughs) matter what comes our way sure um because that's been determined already (laughs) <laughs> and um i can't back down on that and no, uh sure. it's this year in particular i i will confess i'm not like a hundred percent in that whole christmasy thing yeah um uh I, yeah i understand man and i think also i do notice as an adult person i mean obviously as a kid christmas is very exciting um, and I, I have realized as an adult that if, if you don't like kind of actively put yourself into the mode, um, mm. it can just kind of sneak up on you and then pass. And then it's New Year's, then it's January 23rd. And you're like, wait, what year is it? <laughs> I but, still don't know what year I'm, I'm in. I'm much, <laughs> like, I, I totally agree with what you said earlier. <laughs> what an odd year. <clears throat> Certainly. Certainly. And I guess, oh, actually, you know what? It'll be cool to do. Um, we should do another like year in review. Uh, whatever the Sunday, I guess it'd be the Sunday after Christmas would be probably the last Sunday. Um, uh, after go- that one, I will be off probably. That's right. That's I'll right. On vacation. So maybe that's we actually, do, maybe that's we- the, that morning I'll be at exactly when this is on the air, I'll be on a plane. Right, so Michael will be live from a plane. We're still doing the show. It'll be I mean, we could always do it at a different time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, or we could do our proper year in review just next week, I suppose. Um, yeah, that too. Yeah, we'll figure that out. But um, our year in review last year was pretty good. I'll have to, I'll have to go through and, and dig some notes on uh, our our most salient points of our godforsaken year 2021. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. The list will be short, I'm sure. The times um, are changing, Derek. They certainly are, my friend. They certainly are. Rapidly. Holy cow. So then then I feel okay about talking about the holidays a little bit more, Mike, um, if we're going to do a year in review. How do you feel generally? And it's it's the holiday season. We can talk about this kind of thing. About the gift-giving season, how do you feel about the removal of any kind of religious aspect of the Christmas, maybe even Hanukkah holidays. Um, is Santa Claus a good thing or a bad thing? Should we, is it, is it bad to lie to your kids like that? <laughs> um, like, uh, should we just have a holiday where we genuinely say we appreciate one another and that's why we're getting gifts for each other? Um, has has Christmas and the holidays been too co-opted by the mammon system that we've really lost sight of uh, all of the possible meaning from it? How do you feel about that kind of stuff generally? Uh, I think it's, you know, it's, it's for me, um, if I'm going to really dig into it, um, I would say that it's, it's all a setup. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a setup. And it's, it's kind of like, it's 
it teaches us to control and manipulate. I mean, this is going to sound horrible. I know, but go for it. I, I think but, I agree. But it teaches us to control and manipulate each other through lies and fear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact opposite of what it should be about, I think. The because, exact opposite. Because you make up this fictional character. Yes. You all agree on to to lie to this young child innocent innocent impressionable <laughs> just everything that we wish we could be basically yeah this young excited for everything everything is oh, new yeah. like what we're trying to get back to where that kid is what, yes true desperately christ said that we should be like children yeah and we're trying you know, yeah. I can say I'm trying really hard. I'm trying pretty hard too. So instead of just sort of like marveling in this wonderfulness of of who these children are and how perfect they just are, and in, they're in this wonderful place that we should want to get back to, certainly. Instead, we lie to them, mm -hmm. and then and then we manipulate them by you have to be good. Oh yeah, to be oh. on the good list, the naughty list. So we, so we use that, and and then uh, and then we show them, you know, like which is a complete lie. You don't get in in this life, you know. I'm I'm very into the uh, Ecclesiastes version of life, you know, which is there's a time for everything, and it also speaks on, you know, the sun rises and sets on the good and evil alike. So we're all pretty much on this even playing field, you know, bad guys do really well sometimes they sure do so we're actually double lying to them because we're saying if you're good and you behave and you're a good person you'll get good things mm -hmm. which is totally not how life works i'm sorry <laughs> it's not I, if you're good you and you behave the bullies are gonna abuse you they're gonna get you <laughs> that's the real truth and which is kind of what's happening because the bullies would be us parents um, bullying the kids, trying to scare them into behaving. Yep. And, you know, so in a way it is preparing them for life, but not in the way that I think would probably be the best. Now, did I as a parent lie? Yes. Well, that's Did I as a parent go along with it? Yes. Yeah. Did I, did I ever think, hey, this doesn't seem right? Yes. Did I still do it? Yes. <laughs> Why? Because everyone else does it. And I don't want to be the bad parent exactly. in quotes because I'd probably be the good parent if I didn't do it. Yes. But I didn't want to be that parent. You know, like my kids going to school and, and, it, and, and, it, and, and everyone else is Santa, Santa, Santa. Sure. And then my kids just sitting there like, there's no Santa. <laughs> What's wrong with these goofy kids? You know, and then and then they're like, you know, fighting with him. Parents are coming to me. What did you do? You ruined my my kid's childhood, which if you think about it, what the heck is that? That's that's a lie. You know, like teaching your kids to believe in something that they're going to be very disappointed about when they find out it's fake. Mm -hmm. We've we've established. With, you know, like without without any. At least, you know, there's the Council of Nicaea and stuff for the Bible and which books. There was, as far as I know, there was no, no, no group of people who met and said, 
we've decided we're going to go with this Santa Christmas lie. Okay. So we've we've like quietly had this disagreement. And uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, and, and and Joe says something very very true. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what I was just going to say too actually. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for jumping in. Like the, I mean, again, not to indict Santa so much, but it's too late. Like, I kind of I beat the crap out of him already. You went. Maybe you up. might want to be a little nice to him if you want. Yeah, I guess. Nah, nah, nah. He gets too much credit. I beat I beat him badly, and I'm I'm sorry because I used I used to love Santa. Well, when I was a yeah, kid, uh, me too. I mean, so you're you're told to love the guy. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, y- you know, it is. Yeah, the whole like naughty or nice thing is like, well, were you good this year? Is it right. total like you're manipulating your kids yeah. into like eating their macaroni and cheese on December first, <laughs> so that they will, which is like, and it yeah. does really kind of wield this like good or bad distinction that if yeah. you do this, you will be rewarded. If you do this, which is which confuses the hell out of us, of course, and it's patently of the mammon system. And it also drives home this idea from a young age that you yourself are not inherently good, that -hmm. you are not inherently worthy, and that only if you do X, Y, and Z. And this is, of course, one in a a great number of other things in popular culture that do this. Yeah. But that there's no reason to love yourself and feel content with yourself regularly. That you need to do stuff. You need to not do this. Make sure you do this. And then and only then can you receive gifts <laughs> in a tangible form. Um, and that does, to Joe's point, go hand in hand with a lot of religious teachings. Where it's y- y- wielded with guilt. And no, you're not good. You you are a, an awful wretch. Um but if you do this and this, then maybe you will be looked upon as being uh, virtuous finally. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's such a setup. Because if your parents can't afford the thing you want, right? And you're a great kid. And, you, and you're like this whole freaking year desperately wanting this thing, let's say, from Santa. And you know that you know that you know that you did everything right, even when you didn't want to. And then you don't get it. You're going to think you're a bad kid. <laughs> right. It's, now, suddenly economics are in play yeah. here. <laughs> so it's not even your same, it's it's not even your same, um, I don't know, like it's, it's, it's not even like, you know, and it's very messed up because it's out of the parents' mm-hmm. power. You know, they may not economically be able to do it. They may want to more than anything and know they have a great kid but they just can't fulfill the Santa fantasy. Right. Because the fantasy, by the way, is blown out of proportion and you're supposed to buy your kid 10,000 presents. (laughs) So it even turns the heat up on the parents. Oh, it's very stressful. Now, now picture a parent who knows they have a great kid. Right. Who knows how desperately they want. Sure. Which is why, you know, uh, people pull pistols on... On customer, uh, you know, cashier checkouts. Yeah. During Christmas time. Right. 
You know, it's like they, they know, like, no, no, not my kid. My kid did. I told my kid, you know, maybe that's what's going through this guy or, or, or girl's head. Mm-hmm. I told my kid if if they did this, da, 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 that I was going to get them, you know, whatever, this mm-hmm. this doll or something, and I'm getting it for them. And so there's pressure all over the place. Yes. And it's just, uh, it's very, it can be very stressful just on a Santa level. We're not going to family. We're not going into gatherings. We're not going, we haven't even touched on that. I haven't even gotten to that Just yet. We're just talking Santa. <laughs> and it is like, uh, and Joe brings another point here, irony that Santa and Satan have the same thing, just saying, now, I mean, on a certain level, that's goofy, but also there's there's some credence to that idea because, like, you could say that Santa, I'll tell you what, Mike, we're really going at the man today. I mean, yeah, God bless Santa. But- He's not bringing us anything. I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> if you were hoping for something, Derek. He's never actually done anything. You this guy gets all the credit. Just throw it at that you're not getting anything. For this exactly. Guy. In a way, Santa is a, uh, he is at the forefront of the mammon system, and it, he represents patent materialism. Yeah. And that is... And he's is... a big-time bullshit artist. <laughs> so, I mean, he he's the forefront runner for politicians, too. Because if there's someone who's who's full of it, he promises it's you the, He always has a rosy outlook. Oh, yeah. He promises I'll, to I'll... the world. And makes I'll everybody see you all at, at midnight. I'll be there. Sure. I'll see you at midnight, kid. Hey, leave me some cookies, by the With way. With the wink, you know? Ding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, if that ain't... Come on, man. If that is not a setup. And and to jump off your point, too, about so much pressure on parents and whatnot, and, and to pull back on that point a little bit... <clears throat> To talk about like crime generally, I think what something that that is not talked about, like the root cause of crime, is why does somebody rob a store? It's not really because it's fun for shits, shits and giggles. Excuse my language. It's that they either don't have what they need, or they don't have what their culture is making them feel they need. So yeah. the root cause of so much crime is simply poverty. And we do have an example of the pressure that's put on uh, families and parents to be like, well, you need to have this thing. And, it, yeah. you know, I'm not saying obviously most folks don't go in and steal, uh, <laughs> you know, steal the big teddy bear. But some people do because some people feel they need to, which is mm-hmm. absurd. Um, and Cause that uh, defines, you know, we, we're put in these situations, um, which society mammon system is saying this is how you prove or show you're a good parent or you're a good whatever um so when we fall short of that that frustration arises i would say and uh people will probably do something stupid you know but but it it also it feeds this economic system too you know it's very it's so useful, you know, um, it's very useful. Like it's such a useful tool. The guilt, the guilt is such a driving force to control and manipulation. Yes. Even in, in, in personal relationships in the system, you know, if you can, 
if you want someone to do something that you you want them to do the best tool of manipulation is to try and make them feel guilty yeah <laughs> reach for that i mean you know i mean this is True. you know for, for for all you narcissists out there or you know or or you know because and it's not necessarily just narcissists it's it's even loving good people if you really want something and you want your loved one to do some something and you're not even ill-willed you're just you're just you know a solid person you don't want to hurt anybody mm-hmm. it's just too tempting to reach for that guilt tool oh yeah what it and it's and the thing is it's like the more close you are to someone and the more they respect your opinion and love you <laughs> the more the more, the more useful that guilt tool is yeah well i don't know it, mike wants it, me to do it so i better yeah, do it exactly it's just horrible how that works you know like <laughs> the tool is that much more powerful it really is because you know it's like an ironic thing i guess you know like it's it's the you know the people closest to you have the strongest guilt tool mechanism Certainly. and access which is, t- to it to use which is all the more reason they should not wield it um but two things mike one is like you're totally right that the the, the holiday season is now built into like companies uh like yearly expected profits yeah they know whether it's cars or toys or yeah, televisions whatever you it, sell yeah think like, about that too why is it red <laughs> i mean i don't want to get conspiracy on us but you know black friday it's true. i mean come on yeah you know we're, we're out of the red you know here comes santa here's santa to get rid of all of your red <laughs> here he stuff. comes we're moving we're taking the red from here and we're putting it on santa <laughs> but that is worth noting that uh like, yeah, the, you'll, and if there have been years where, you know, the, there'll be reports on the stock market that's like, um, oh, well, cr- the Christmas sales aren't as high as they should be. Right. You know? That's like, even a guilting. As they should like, be. I should have right? bought more. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing my job as a consumer. I'm a bad person. Yeah, exactly. And well, so uh, much guilt out there, man. Another thing, I mean, just to show, just to illustrate how uh, devious the Mammon system is. I've listened to a, a, a Noam Chomsky lecture where he talks about like the advertising industry at some point really realized how powerful advertising to kids is. Um, because man, oh man, I mean, I'll be home like watching television with my niece and nephew. And like, I remember these commercials of like the toys Mm -hmm. and they make them seem amazing. And they've got all the CGI effects and stuff like that. And I remember being a kid being like, oh my God, that is so cool. And so naturally, I mean, you're a, you're a seven year old kid. Yeah. So you, you turn around and uh, Chomsky talks about like there was a specific emphasis in the advertising industry put on this term, nagging. Oh, that nagging God. was very powerful in order to oh, get parents to buy things. Boy. So the child, young, impressionable, again, believing in Santa child, oh sees gosh. these series of commercials wherein they seem the, the most amazing things you can imagine hyper realistic uh bound to disappoint but they don't know that at this point mm. and so they turn around and say mom i need to have this 
And yeah. any parent worth their weight in salt, then at the very least doesn't, you know, you don't maybe don't necessarily go run out and buy it, but you at least feel guilty that you're like, oh my God. I mean, you're, you're put in a struggle now. Without question. You have a dilemma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like you, you, all of the sudden, your life is falling apart. Exactly. You thought everything right. was fine. You thought it was cool. And you just you have thought, a kid watching TV on a Friday evening. No, you thought everything is good. His needs All are met. Everything is cool. I'm I'm working steady. I'm paying yeah. the bills. We're going to go see a movie on Christmas. No, you were wrong. Now you have to buy these four Here things. Here comes Uncle Santa. <laughs> to ruin it all <laughs> and it's like again how devious can you possibly be when you're like deliberately manipulating children into uh, manipulating their own parents into buying the things yep. speaking and, of, uh, of of starting not to cut you off go ahead. but speaking of uncles uncle yeah. joe's throwing us some softballs here so want to finish your thought, and then I want I want to jump in with Uncle Joe. Um, well, you know what? I, I'm going to go to Joe's thing here now too because um, it transitions into like what I would like to say. First off, he says McDonald's has mastered this, which is another uh, great illustration. The like venting out of the the French fry smell. Yeah, like, I mean they're so good at it. I mean, people thought McDonald's was going to go down just because people found out that the meat wasn't real. Right. And, and, Boy, were and, they wrong. And the Phoenix sales probably went up. <laughs> <laughs> People were like, no, it's, you know. So, and I really like this one too, and I want to get back to this one after you finish your thought. He says, yeah. I'm thankful Jesus is free. And then he also says, that's the end game with the mass and vac vaccines. And they have used guilt. They have used manipulation. Dude. I mean, that talk yeah. about how that, that whole thing has played out. Heavy, heavy, heavy manipulation. Heavy guilting, heavy uh, black and white thinking, heavy this side, that side. I mean, it's just a, it's it just is what it is. I mean, there's there's no way around it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, not to dive into that too much, but I they did see a, a headline this week that was like, I think it was the state of Illinois said that uh, for people who are not vaccinated, um like insurance companies won't pay for their medical bills if they get COVID or something, which is like, oh my God, <laughs> it's like holding a gun yeah. to somebody's head so, and being like, you need to, which is, I mean, right. yeah, that's. Hey. So what's scary about that to me Talk is that guilt. like, that's what I'm saying. So Fear. it's scary to me because it's like, we're so, if we, you know, Santa, oh boy, we're, beating this guy to pieces um you know he gets but, all the credit man <laughs> screw this guy well santa normalizes this for you at an early age kind You're, of yeah he makes the world a really messed up place from the <laughs> I beginning think so, i think so man because you normalize i can't count on anybody everyone lies this is just going to be a disappointment so when and you get you the guilting the shaming and and you and it happening is normal. So like you grow up and and you're in this world where everyone's like a version of Santa, and that's why I kind of wanted to go into what Joe Uncle Joe says here. I'm thankful that Jesus is free because here's here's the you know I'm gonna get on my little Jesus pulpit a little bit here. Please do. But um, which was the cool thing? You know, obviously 
Jesus, what Jesus said and what, what, uh, Jesus Christ incorporation incorporated throughout the globe says are two completely different things. But what he said was, you can't serve God and mammon. What he said was you, you know, when people were throwing stones at someone for breaking a, uh, a, a religious law, let's say he was saying, okay, well you, you cast the first stone who's without sin. So he was trying to even the playing field and get rid of the guilting and, and, and dis disusing law to force people to be outwardly religious. So that's the, the bad thing about law guilting and forcing people through manipulation is that they'll do things they don't really want to do and don't even believe in, which is what we, this whole thing is going into that we're talking about just to satisfy this law. So we could just interchange law with for society with accepted behavior by Big Brother. You know, that's like... True. That's like secular law, acceptable behavior by Big Brother. You know, like yeah. what he says is okay. And then in religious law, it would be whatever dogma you accept, uh, you know, to behave that way. And Jesus actually flew in the face of that. That was his whole ministry. The religious people hated him, sent him to a cross to die, wanted to shame him publicly. And, you know, at least, you know, whether you believe he lived or not, this is what the story is about. Now we completely, we have these gigantic, I mean, for God's sakes, we have the Holy See, which is basically like a, a country of its own. Oh, yeah. And, and all built on these big corporations that oh, yeah. use him as a platform. Meanwhile, they certainly <laughs> don't practice anything he preached um a, a, as a whole but meanwhile they use guilting shaming uh if you don't baptize your baby your baby's going to hell uh you know this constant guilting to do things that they want you to do to conform to and i think that you know even in relation you know i i, I even i even say in relationships this is a important dynamic because um we do that to, to our loved ones without even realizing it, you know, because we're programmed. And they say they say that children learn what behavior is modeled, not what behavior is told to them. And we're all basically children of this giant system, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so we're the behavior that's modeled to us is this what we started with this Santa, these lies, you know, we're modeled behavior. So we're very accepting of it. And then when we're in relationships, when people manipulate us or guilt us into doing something we don't want to do, we're very accepting of it because it's so normalized. And I think, you know, I think Jesus's message flies and so in the face of that, it's almost like, that people know we're so far from living the way he was saying to live that it's perfectly fine to ignore what he had to say because it's so it's so like unreasonable <laughs> you know like he and then and then he goes and he says things like be okay fine 
be in it, but not of it. So he's constantly throwing these things out there that are these unreachable in our minds, carrots that we could chase our whole lives. And it's, it's like such a, it's like a standard that's actually the easiest. If, if we could not, if we could pull ourselves out of all this guilt and manipulation somehow and not subscribe to it, what he teaches is actually quite easy because it, what he's saying is like, just be, he's saying, just be who you were when you were born. But the problem is, you know, with tools like Santa, we, we're, we're, as soon as we're born, we're indoctrinated to let go of everything we innately know. So then you have grown, grown men like me reaching for their inner child to figure out what the heck is going on because he knew more. Little Michael knew more than me. Right. So like I'm retracing my steps. So it's like, I think that we, we, uh, you know, cause Christmas is about kids too. So I think it's good to talk about, you know, I, Jesus said to be like the children and the children, my belief you know, now that I, you know, I had to reach back into to little Michael to, to heal from many things. So I, I would say my my firm belief is that that is such is so much more profound than we take. It. We take it for like childlike excitement and and things. No, but it's more profound than that. It's like your deposit in when you're born. And this is my this is just my opinion. Um, I, My belief is that when you're born the the ultimate knowledge that we're seeking and reading about and reading gurus it's deposited already in you and then what happens is systematically it is killed (laughs) chip by chip you know because i could almost see there was a time because because when i was in the cult uh you know i was doing a lot of things that didn't feel good but i was doing them to be submissive and there was times when I I looked at my kids that I was raising and I could sense that as we were indoctrinating them in in the mammon system in the, in the the cult system and things like that that I was like chipping away and killing the most beautiful parts of them and that I honestly like when I felt that way like I cried and then I and I and I felt really bad about it but then this is this is the hopelessness of the of the mammoth system even though you feel really bad about it you know that you have to do it because this is the world we live in and you have to prepare them to function and survive in it so so then you go into the ramdas world of you have to become something and that's what i was doing for my kids it was like I was trying to help them become something, but then the 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 very absurd thing about this is I help them become something so that one day when they're probably grown ass men, they can become nothing. Yes. And it's this it's quite absurd if you think about it because you start you start out at the end. That's my opinion. You know, going and staying staying on the child's topic. Yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. I think you start out at the end 
And then we collectively, humanity, pull you backwards. <laughs> and largely, and, life is trying to fight against that. Right. Yeah. And we pull you so damn far backwards and and lopsidedly out of out of unity with the universe, For God, sure. and everything that is beautiful, holy, and simple, and acceptable, and joyous, that you you keep pull, and the more you pull away and kill that child that you were born to be, the more successful you're going to be in the mammon system. That's how they get you. The less, and it's true, the less you have feelings, the less that you uh, question authority, the more you go with the flow, the more you accept that uh, you have to give up things you love in order to be successful, and sometimes you have to leave people behind. Like the more cold-hearted and the more um, pragmatic and is that the right word i think yeah mm -hmm. and the the more like cut and dry black and white you become mm -hmm. the more you will be rewarded in this system whether it be a rel religious and mammon is the same system just in case anyone out there is like well this sounds like yeah it's the same thing so you basically you know you're messing up you know but but the thing is in this situation that we're in, in the context of the way this is set up, the way this is programmed, I don't know how else to do it because the other option is, I mean, you, you, you can disappear, raise your kids differently and not do that to them and try and find some faraway place and isolate yourself. But the problem is if you really raise your kids that way and then you unleash them into these wolves of this world they will be decimated right instantly so to me to me it's like if you had a lion and you raised it in captivity and then you set it out in the wild yeah right and it's this like that's what would happen to me sensitive, yeah nice this thing. happy sensitive full of joy and love because that's <laughs> you you didn't ruin it you didn't you didn't teach it. It has to, you know, you had, you just, you let this lion be a lion and be present and like needs were met. Everything was chill. Mm -hmm. No one was, no one was trying to take anything from it. And it wasn't, you know, it, it was just in this loving, we're here, we're, you know, this every day you're being. And then you let that guy, if you did that to a kid and then you let that kid out to these wolves, they would be like so psychologically damaged within probably days <laughs> one hour <laughs> in an hour probably like they would they would probably hit hit walmart to get to eat or right. get food they'd be like what the heck Wait a second. then they'd go to like and then they might watch a movie and they their mind would be just blown watching people stabbed and yeah shot like, in the movie. like what yeah. the heck <laughs> they wouldn't survive it you know it, it's 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 just crazy you know it's it, and what do we do? You know, I, to me, we're stuck in this uh, matrix, which uh, the new ones come in the December 25th, which I am going to go see. I am excited about that. I hope it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually rewatched the, uh, the older ones. Did you really? Yeah. To refresh ourselves. Nice. Good for you, man. <laughs> I fell asleep on one, but well, that's, hey, that's yeah. to be expected. I always do that. The second and third ones are, are pretty loopy, but the first one is so good. The first one's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, Mike. 
a tremendous series of points you just made there, man. And it is true, like, um, because Santa is a good illustration of, well, okay, if you personally don't want to do that, or you don't want to tell your kids and, and, and do this whole big Santa lie thing, well, what are you going to send your kid to school? And have your kid be the one kid in third grade who's like, yeah, Santa's not real. That's all a lie. And now you've created this disaster of like all the parents calling you. How dare you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> and like uh, another illustration um, I think about as uh, my niece gets a little older and like, I don't know how any parent deals with this, but like a cell phone. Like... I think cell phones and access to social media and all this stuff is very destructive and particularly very um, damaging to young, very young people. Um, it's probably damaging to all people, but, but it's particularly yeah. to the young, impressionable folks. And, yep. but if you're like a freshman in high school, how are you going to not get your kid a cell phone when every other kid has a cell? Like in some ways you're doing them a disservice because then your kid's yeah. like a square or like they're, right. they just won't be ready and for it, the uh, adult world that they're going to be launched into. Exactly. And so it's a, it's a good illustration of people are how, running their lives from a cell phone. Well, yeah. I mean, in this, some ways the entrepreneurs uh, are doing everything. Sure. Entrepreneurs right. are, like are, are investing need uh, to be glued to your cell phone constantly yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is uh talk about satanic um but it's just this push and pull of like i don't like it and i think it's bad and, and i know that it's bad for my kid but everything in culture says like well this is the way it is this is the way it has to be so yes you're kind of like again just forced well, into it um which we, i think is uh, awful Throw that metaverse in there now, because oh we God, did that man. the other day. I know, jeez. And honestly, like, I don't want to make this a technology show or a stock show or a Coinbase show at all. Frankly, but, I'm not. I'm not smart enough to make it that kind but, of show. <laughs> yeah, me either. But I, I do want to say this much: that is the the Mammon system. Oh, and, big time! And it needs to be paid attention to, just like what you said about the cell phone and all of that um, new new money you know, uh, these new systems and, and the way that they work and operate is super attached to the metaverse because people will be playing for money. They will incent be incentivized. They will earn incomes in the metaverse. People will buy land in the metaverse. Things will become so real. It is like another level of, you know, the internet was like black and white TV. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. As 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 pervasive and and um, you know, impactful as the internet right. is, we're still in the natal stage yeah. of it. Which is we're in the life. black and white in in this thing right now that we're in. We're in the black and white TV, very big. Not that many people have it stage. And when you went to someone's house, you were like, "Oh wow, they have a TV." Honestly. <laughs> Now, look at where we are now, where the, where the TV is in your pocket and it, it, it's also a computer. That is the distance we, we're going to we're going to climb that type of distance, in my opinion, 
with uh, payment options, with uh, the metaverse, and with people, and they will be applauded. Here's the thing. Like, if you stay home and you put those glasses on and you hang around in the metaverse and you and in your driveway is a whatever, a Mercedes, whatever the highest one is, mm-hmm. um, and, and you're paying your rent and your, your kid's in private school, and that's what you do, mm-hmm. you will be highly respected and people will want to be like you. Mm-hmm. So that is going to become a serious thing. And you think you think we're far removed right now with a phone in your hand. I mean, I don't think it's far fetched at all from what I'm seeing. And I've been looking at this stuff a lot, I have to admit. And it made me feel like when I got on my computer to work on music last night and I saw the screen and I saw the way the tracks were laid out. It felt like it was 1984 and I was looking at an IBM, you know, or 1986, 87. And I'm looking at an IBM with, you know, with the like, not even color screen with the, with the cursor and the green letters type of thing. Yeah. That's how I felt. And, and I feel like that's how much of a leap we're going to take when we, you know, it's going to feel weird for people to look at what I'm doing right now and how I make music because they're going to put on these glasses they're going to just be reaching. They're going to actually hum a melody. It's going to be like, la, 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 Then they're going to go and they're going to pick what sound they want for that. And then they're going to, then they're going to go and they're going to look at like all the greatest drummers of all time. And, and they're going to pick that guy. I want him to drum. I want this. And they're going to look at the guy drumming and they're going to edit it and they're going to pick the drum sounds. And then they're going to be doing this without even a screen. Sure. So like, I'm just saying this not because like I want everyone to be all interested in in the future of technology and become technological geeks. I'm just saying it because the reality is we're going deeper down the rabbit hole. We definitely are. And you know, to illustrate your point too about how all this stuff serves the mammon system as well, Mike. I mean, something like video games um and I have uh, which are another thing that I think is it can be quite damaging. But um, now it's like, <laughs> forgive myself, we're dating myself, but I just remember on a PlayStation 2, you know, you buy the game, you've got a disc, you own it, and you play it. Now, I mean, you have like a download of a game, generally speaking, but then, so there's no physical thing that you own, of course, but then there's like these grades within the game so you pay ten dollars to get this extra little thing then there's a new downloadable thing and Mm -hmm. that's actually 12.99 as well so you're constantly having to and i assume that's how the metaverse and all that kind of stuff will operate as well as and this is actually like a larger thing about how the internet is functioning that um and you know it's not all and not not to you know but just think about the add this to what you just said you will also have a unique experience. Uh, so when you play a game, you're going to see it how you want to see it. Mm-hmm. So like I could be playing the same game and 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 I, I like the color green. We're playing together. I don't like trees. I, I don't like nature. I don't like birds. So while I'm playing, 
I'm seeing it the way I like to see it. And you're seeing birds, you're seeing nature, you're seeing a waterfall, and we're like walking down the same street. So that's just to say that like, and then on top of that, you're just talking about paying for things, but now stack that on top of if I play games from 8 to 5 p.m. today, I'm going to earn this much because I'm going to log in through Pepsi and I'm going to advertise Pepsi while I'm playing because that's what we're moving towards because even even Instagram is is trying to monetize creators to make money creating audio original stuff and get in the loop of everything so there's this wave of like trying to make us all a part of this virtual economy yeah which again like you mentioned is completely divorced from reality and it pre- it preys upon the idea or the sort of inherent uh, pull of the mammon system in and of itself which is that you know the the nature of the game of life should be that we should control everything and we can create our own world um which is one of the most basic erroneous notions of life the, the the object of life is not to tackle and control the world um yeah the metaverse will be the most addictive thing ever Do created you, were I you mean, ever addicted you think, to a video game derek yes yes i was Do you know how bad that is because i have been now i, I sat i sat in front of my and my mother will attest to this <laughs> in front of my atari 5200 playing defender Mm-hmm. And getting like a million something, mm-hmm. and amazing my family for for the day I was on it. Like I was on it from the morning until yeah. on the same game till like whatever six p.m. Yes, mm-hmm. and I it was this is just Defender, right? Do you know, what? look at Defender on the Atari fifty two hundred. <laughs> look at how it looks. Look at how limited what I could do was. Right. All I could do was fly on a spaceship, go up and down and shoot things <laughs> okay and yet it sucks you in man and yeah right. and, and that was so basic at that time now, now i can it's... earn a living meet people you know right. on and on and on and on and on and on create things create products sell them on there mm-hmm. exchange currency yeah invest in real estate i mean you want to talk about being addicted you're going to get to the point where, you know, it'll be Ed Bundy in reverse. <laughs> Instead of the guy with a hand in his pants just sitting there with a beer, you're going to have people with these glasses on addicted to dopamine and to earning income and to, you know, climbing this mammon system virtually. Right, right. So, so that is not for nothing. That is so beneficial to infrastructure energy use working from home uh it 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 fills in so many you know not us not interacting um us 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 ordering everything to come to the house us virtually 3d printing uh items that we need like a tool to you know uh i need a new screwdriver you know really kidding you don't need that delivered just print it like as these things happen you know as as we move It'll enable people to move in the middle of nowhere. Like the future, like the mem is going to really have us by, you know, excuse my, uh, you know, language here by the balls. 
I'm afraid you're right, man. I'm afraid you're right. More than ever. When the irony is always going to be, that stuff could free us more than ever. Right, right. And, you know, circling back to Joe's point that uh, Jesus is free. (laughs) And I know that seems, that maybe seems, um, you know, like that's not, relevant to what we're discussing here but it remains true that actually the things that nourish us the best things water our love jesus passion love compassion a hug a hug i put up i put up a wonderful video the other day on my instagram um anyway if if anybody doesn't follow me on there it's dj shock s-h-o-k-b-e-a-t-s and s-d you know at that on instagram and it was just of a guy with a sign and he was saying, you know, give me a hug. He has a blindfold so he doesn't see you <clears throat> if you've if you've ever been through depression or anything like that. And hugs release endorphins, you know, and, and nice. there's something incredible that happens just by hugging. Like we hug in my house. One of the greatest things that I can be proud of as a dad and, and uh, of of, you know, my home is that we hug randomly regularly. Like it is so normal for me to just literally be doing something in the kitchen and my son to come and hug me and just like randomly hug me. That's great. And it's not a thing we talk about. Like, why are you hugging me? Right. Right. We just hug. And and once in a while, if he gives me like too many hugs, like three or four, I'll be like, are you okay? You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. And if he goes, yeah, I'm like, okay. So it's just, it's just a hug. All right, cool. I can dig that. But, the point of that is that's free. Totally free. And I'm going to tell you something, man. And I, I'm to me, that hug from my son feels a billion times better. And this is just my opinion. I mean, someone might laugh at me for saying this, but way better than like whatever I'm going to get out of the multiverse. If, if a stock does good or a, I mean, the whole reason I'm I'm doing things like that is maybe to feel a little bit of excitement or something or to, like, you know, get this rush of having a little extra cash or something or whatever. But that pales in comparison to, like, being with people who who you love, who you're committed to, who you're there for, and, and you're just there for it, you know? Whether mm-hmm. it's a big thing, a small thing. And I put up another post recently which is like love is just sitting there and being with someone and feeling good. Mm-hmm. Like not even having to speak. Right. So there's these far more powerful um, forces and feelings in, in the universe and, and, and in that natural life that we can feel and that make these other things pale in comparison but if we're programmed and the dopamine is just addicting us because joe joe said this too the insidious thing about the metaverse is it will be tailor-made addiction yeah and that's the thing because we are addictive people but we need to addict ourselves to more wholesome beautiful natural things that the the young kid born into this world knew about you know that felt and and i think that there will 
be a difficult uh, playing field with the, the the direction we're going, spirituality as we know it and speak about it may seem ancient. Mm. It may seem kind of, you know how we look now at like the Catholic church pardoning your sins for, you know, for a couple of bucks as foolery. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know me, man. I, I'm a. I, I find those wrenches, and I and I, I throw them out there honestly. I think that if we keep aggressively going down the path we're going, that people will one day look at what we're talking about and how we see things and what I said about a hug as f- like foolery. Like, can you yeah, believe what like this the, guy was? The stuff you know, of cavemen. Yeah. Right. I think it's going to be like that like oh we're so much more evolved now like we don't we don't believe in that that's so we're so lucky like we're not just content to give I don't need to hug you right how how primitive is that and what scares me about that is that doesn't strike me as something that's like a natural evolution it strikes me as something that is the mammon system taking an even yeah. stronger grip yeah the mammon system is is relentless us. right man mammon system is like to me, the mammon system is so relentless, abusive, and it disregards what's good for you so blatantly that the way I see the mammon system is like someone, if you're having a fight with someone and they've already won. <laughs> and they just continue to... You know those bad guys we see sometimes? Like there was this bad guy in the Game of Thrones. I don't know if you saw the, the, the whole series. I'm familiar. Okay, well, there was this bad guy. And I'm, you know me with names, but he took over the, the, the castle of the Starks and he tortured this guy. Like he cut his, his, his thing off. Oh yeah. Ramsey hung him. About. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he, he was awful. <laughs> it wasn't enough that he got this guy. It wasn't enough. He had this castle. Uh, he had this. He had to make this guy suffer, do things to other people while he was hanging on this thing. And, let him know that this was his fault. He was this was going to happen to that. Like he needed to torment this person and completely dominate, not just win. And I honestly, I think the mammon system is that type of aggression, relentlessness. It doesn't just want your your tax. It doesn't just want a bit of you. It wants every single nook and cranny of you dedicated blindly to the point where it could point you it could be pointing you north and tell you to go north for for 10 years and that south is the worst thing in the world mm-hmm. and at the flick of a hat you know just <laughs> go south and everyone is like okay <laughs> that's the type of control it wants Yes, which um, is, dare I say, quite satanic. <laughs> hey, but let me let me just say this, Mike. And this has been a, a fun episode. And I think uh, I just want to mention this little personal anecdote that uh, I think illustrates some of the things that we've been talking about. This is a story I think of like every holiday season. And I'm glad Joe's in here because it regards my cousin Billy. Um, my cousin Billy had his young son. This is uh, you know many years ago now. 
and it was Christmas. Um, his son, you know, is, let's say like six, seven, eight years old or whatever, and opens all the presents Christmas morning. Cool. And, um, you know, as a parent would, my cousin Billy puts all the, uh, the tags from Santa too. And his son turned to him and said, Oh dad, how come you didn't get me anything for, for Christmas? Why did Santa? <laughs> That's a smart kid. <laughs> and there's my cousin Billy being like, I bought all these damn presents <laughs> and I didn't get That's to take credit one. for any of them. <laughs> Talk about Mammon Takeover. Seriously. It's like it's like Mammon's got you working for it. <laughs> taking the credit. You don't get any And when your own flesh and blood comes to you to ask you something, you're gonna shut your damn mouth, pal. You're going to go along with this. Talk about a setup, man. Talk about manipulation. And so I don't know. Poor guy, what, man. Put, 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 put some of the tags from mom and dad, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that's the lesson. The lesson in this is don't give absolutely everything to the man. Don't give it all. You know what I mean? You got to put, put your name on a couple of gifts. Yeah. <laughs> and it is true. You know, you know what's though? It's, it's so beautiful. Just think about, you know, like how how smart kids are. Yeah, I know, right? We're, and it, it we're doesn't illustrate here. the point that that you know th this child understood something. Yes, that you know we are adults got too sucked in to be able to see clearly. Yeah, it was we're we're over here trying to teach them so much, and the truth is, and it's just a little cliche, but damn it, they're the ones who can teach us. Yeah, I know, right? Right. You know that. You know, if I could, if if there's one thing that I I could I if I could like pay more attention to my kids are big already um as they were little is to learn more from them i tried a little bit but like like to be more like um intentional to learn from them you know teach them the, the things they need to survive and and you know the the motor skills and you know like eating you know Basic good stuff right? yeah structure their sleep and stuff Right. Teach them how to read, you know, do that stuff. But but as they're behaving and their personality is 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 being um, beautifully shared with you, these these unique humans, beings that 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 you're sharing and everything with. Like, I wish I would have paid like more attention, even more than I did to to what they were teaching me, because mm -hmm. I was so in my responsible hat that I feel like, uh, and this is being a little selfish, but I feel like I could have got so much more by paying more attention to the things they innately knew. Mm -hmm. And they could have showed me and I could have, and I think I would have had a lot of more moments like, oh damn, that's a good point. Let's go with that. You know what I mean? Like, right. Instead of me constantly uh, trying to structure and trying to, I feel like I could have I could have like quietly learned something from them, and then just had that moment and just be like, oh, all right, let's do let's go that way, let's go that way, and and still mix it in with some structure, some things they need to survive. Sure, but really more listening to um, the wisdom found in in children. I mean, you know, like I I have right now I have a. You know, Christmas is for the kids, right? But 
So maybe that's why I'm thinking so much of the kids and Jesus and Jesus saying to be like them. But I, you know, um, thankfully, uh, I'm, I'm the godfather to an amazing little girl, Leanna. And, uh, she has these eyes and they're like so special and the way she looks around and you wonder what the heck is going on. This kid can't even talk. She's only like five months old, Mm -hmm. but she looks in this, like this, her eyes are so deep as a little five month old that there's, there's something going on in there. And yeah, I'll that, never know what it is. Right. Well, that's the thing. I think that's a common refrain that people will say, like, yeah, like a, a very young baby. Like, what are they thinking in there? And then once they begin to, like, learn language, they begin to express some of that. Yeah. And we would might go a long way to not waiting. Oh, what a, what a silly little. I can't believe Yeah. They, oh, they it's really, you know. Yes. There. Less like, you know, I mean. It's a balance, obviously. We don't want to just, yeah, right. Hey, you know, have these kids running around the street, you know, sure, going nuts, no structure, <laughs> just slapping people, and it's a balance, you know, you know and pooping right there, just on the sidewalk. <laughs> you got to show not them what some I'm stuff. saying here, people. Right, we got to show them some things. Um, <laughs> but we, man, we could really, really. There's just something there. Something, some. You know what? It's almost like. Cause they like, like for example, when I look at her, you know, at my age and, and, and all the life experience I've had now, I really see like, um, a sensitivity that maybe I wasn't aware of, you know, when I had my kids and they're just, there's something there that they, they notice things. They know what they, they know when the, you know, like she knows when she's going to get changed without us, no one's saying anything like her, her mom's about to change her or her dad. And just by the way they look at each other, and there's this like true, I dare say, true communication. Because language is so fallible. Mm. Language is so misunderstood, you know, so many misunderstandings due to what I think a word means and what you think a word means. Like, I remember one time uh, a, a word means something in costa rican you know spanish and it means something completely different in cuban spanish so my dad was mad at my wife because she she said something to him which in costa rican is like a it's like me saying oh you're so silly Mm -hmm. in costa rican but in cuban it's an insult it's offensive (laughs) it's like it's like for for her it's like oh you're so silly come on let's let's do this right for him it was like you like you're a you're a complete jackass. <laughs> That's a different kind of it's, thing to say. Yeah, so language is just so fallible. Yes. But this other level of communication that they, that these little kids are on, it's it's full of like wonder, it's full of like purity. There's something so pure, you know what I mean, of of just that energy and um I'm just grateful that I I'm catching this glimpse of something like that and and even understanding it a tiny bit, because I I get very blessed personally for that, mm-hmm. you know. And I and I think that um, we miss that by 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 just 
training for the for the mammon system, training them up and raising them to 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 become somebody so they can become nobody. Mm-hmm. I I think you know in all this Christmas talk, children, gifts, and uh, all this stuff, and, and thinking about what Jesus said to be like the kids. I think a big jewel from all this stuff uh, is is to really try, listen to what the children aren't even saying. You know, it's it's deep, man. It's profound, you know, and and there's something. It's like life giving, you know. I think unconsciously that's why when 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 like people who've had kids are around people who just had kids who are like too old to be having kids. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes say, hey, maybe we should have another one. Yeah, right, right. Because wow. there's there's this we still have these instincts that no, no matter how much the the system tries to sear these innate spiritual things about us, it still lives somewhere in there. It can always be recovered. It can always be recovered. It's going to take some you're going to have to do some some bitcoin mining inside of you. <laughs> you're going to have to run a couple servers for a couple months. Sure. You're gonna have to, you know, move, move, move from one wallet to another. You know, do some different things, but spiritually, it can, it can, it can be accessed. It never dies completely, and mm-hmm. I think that children, if we allow them, can almost resurrect these kind of like dead senses that we have. You know, they can give us. What I'm saying is, I believe they can give us more. Than we can give them. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that because mm-hmm. we all we can give them is like structure. Right. We can give them something a robot could probably give them in the future. <laughs> I hope you're wrong, but I'm afraid you're right. <laughs> you know, we can give them that. You know, but but if we take it to that next level, we can give them even more. It's true because it's we're true. listening to them. It has to be a two way. It has to be a two way. And I think uh, Uncle Joe with a great button here for us that. Children look at the world with wonder and see everything as amazing and awesome. Yes. And what's one of the m- most fundamental things we always say on the show, Mike, is gratitude. Having one of the most important spiritual teachings you could ever uh, focus on is having gratitude. And isn't that in some ways what gratitude is, is seeing the world as amazing and awesome. Yeah. So we because need less less givitude. <laughs> yeah. More gratitude. Gratitude. <laughs> 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 um yeah i think uh you know i look our apologies to saint nicholas mr claus yeah man we're sorry uh, we really tore Not him sorry. tore him a new bunghole today <laughs> but also he he's used to it man he's always sliding down chimneys anyway <laughs> how many things he's hit his bunghole on <laughs> at this point <laughs> he had it coming as far as <laughs> thanks uncle joe <laughs> He did. Um, this was a good one. Uh, Mike, happy holiday season to you. <laughs> you too. <laughs> yeah, it feels weird saying that. Now. That's funny. Good one. <laughs> happy holiday season to all the content content yeah. faithful out there. Yes, to everybody. Um, everyone has a great day. And uh, don't let the mammoth system get you down. Uh, so we could say that at the nah. end of every episode, but especially yeah. this one. Yeah, screw, screw that. You know, you got in it, but not of it. Work within it. Do what you got to do. But don't take it but, too serious. Yeah, don't take it too serious. <laughs> See you next time, guys. And, and, and again, sorry, Santa. <laughs> Not sorry. 